this is your one and only Marlena Green saying hello to all of my beautiful listeners out there in podcast land. Again, I am grateful that you have decided to listen in just for a little while to see what it is that Marlena has to talk about. I represent SMART, which means single mothers are resilient and tenacious. My organization can be found online, smartsinglemom.org. My organization can also be found on Facebook. Um, Smart Single Mom is the name of the Facebook group. And also on Instagram, that is smart underscore single mom. Now, just to also share with you some statistics, over 86% of families in the United States are led by single parents. And most of them are moms. Over 60% of them are African-American. Almost over 40% of them are poverty-driven. And then there's also over 11% of that 86% that are moms over the age of 14. There are a lot of moms who are experiencing hardship. There are a lot of moms who are either divorced, widowed, they are deciding or they've decided to not be with the father or some of them have just decided to stay single and that is totally okay with me too the reason for me to uh, chime on today is because i realized that as a single mom and doing this now for over nine years i've experienced some setbacks in relationships Um, which have caused me to not really have a lot of faith in companionship. Most of the time it's because men don't always understand what it is that we single moms have to experience. And sometimes they're not relatable. When they're not relatable, it just causes us to then not want to even entertain a conversation because our struggle, our test the calling that we moms have on our lives is very unique and because we've already been with some men who have decided to not be our partners or who have passed away or who've just decided to you know explore other options it leaves us moms kind of clueless um it leaves us at a point to where we can't answer questions for our children And then it also causes us to wonder what's going to happen next. I am in the stage or at the stage of wondering what's going to happen next. At some point in a single woman's life, we want to be able to be with someone who's going to be a sheer companion. We want someone who is going to be able to blend in our families knowing that even though we're totally different we still have the same goal in mind and that's to be a well blended family that is happy free and understanding that life still goes on my children are with different men i was married to my daughter's father i was not to my son's father I can only tell you that 
it feels like it's two totally different worlds. Not only just because I have a son and a daughter, but because I have two different fathers, two different perspectives, two different rearings, and only one mom. <laughs> yes, only one mom. This job is not for the weary. This is a lifetime assignment that will require continued affirmations, continued strength, continued prayer, because we experience so many things while mothering. Some things we can talk about, some things we can't. I decided to stop and take a look at my manifestation journal because um, there were a few things in that journal that I wanted to shed some light on. One of which is page 85 of my manifestation journal, which can be found on Amazon under Smart Single Mom or under Marlena Green. It reads, I need a teddy bear. Most time mothering, it can mean limited communication or companionship. Having a companion help lead the family is most welcoming. However, it's not always warranted. Am I welcoming companionship? How does my ideal relationship look? Am I ready for newness? And what characteristics must they possess? Am I welcoming companionship is the first question. How many of you can answer yes and put your hand up and say, yes, I really want somebody in my life who's going to be able to come and take over? Yes. Or how many of you are saying no? That question is very unique because it depends on the overall experience and it depends on what we have seen in the midst of our past relationships that will cause us to answer no. <laughs> no, we do not want anybody in our lives who is not going to understand us or listen. No, we do not want anyone to mistreat our children. No, we do not want to blend families because sometimes blending is the worst thing in the world. Well, we are all entitled to our opinion. For me, I've been a single mom now nine years. And I can tell you that I've been good with handling my children all this time. But every now and then, I wish to have the right man enter into my life who is willing to help me with my babies. No, it's not like I want someone to come in and just be the best dad of the year. But that added support goes a long way. Having somebody that you can talk to and tell them what you're experiencing is definitely a deal breaker because not every man understands what we women are experiencing unless they have something to do with their past experience that caused them to respond to us or they are just generous in their heart and they're willing to listen. Are you welcoming companionship? 
Every now and then, our girlfriends don't understand what it is that we need. It's good to have someone to piggyback on. Please don't get me wrong. But sometimes we just want that connection. We want to be able to call. We want to be able to cry. Or maybe it's just me, but I sometimes want to just be vulnerable and say, listen, I don't have the answers. Just give me a yes or no. There are questions about companionship that will cause a person to either want to continue on in it or to stop it before it starts. So how does the ideal relationship look? Is this relationship requiring you now to be a part of a man's life and he have kids and you have kids and you bring the kids together and then you all eat at the table on Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays? Or is it baby mama drama with somebody else who may not like the fact that the father moved on? How does the ideal relationship look? Are we ready for the next move? Are we mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually ready for what the universe has in store for us? Some of us moms are not going to be single always. Some of us are going to have these experiences where we have someone in our life who just happens to come from out of nowhere and say, hi, I'm Timothy. What's your name? Are you going to send him away because you don't want companionship? Or are you going to sit back and actually allow yourself to go through the motions? How does the ideal relationship look? For me, the ideal relationship requires communication. It requires me knowing as much as I can about this man. And one thing I want to know is how many children you have. How close are you with your children? How often do you visit your children? Can your children call you any time of the day and you still respond? Where are your children on your list of priorities? Because if your children are on the back burner, I can't talk to you. If you are not committed to making sure that your children are able to reach you, I can't talk to you. Certain standards have to be met in order for any man to say, you know what? I want to be in your life. My children are not considered as baggage. My children are considered as a unit. I and my children, we're one unit. They come before me. So if I'm introducing you as my mate, you need to know that there are certain requirements. Now, I do know that sometimes people say that there is a list that they have to go through and write out how you want him to be, if he's going to be tall, dark, and handsome, if he's going to be a, a six-figure man, if he's going to be a prayer warrior, if he's going to be um, a man in uniform. Like, what standards do you have? Here is what I want to say. There's nothing wrong with writing the vision down and making it plain. Nothing wrong with that. But we have to also keep in mind that people change. Every person has a will. And if a man has a will to be in our lives, we are also going to change because circumstances change. So my list now 
it's starting to change a little bit because I'm understanding that he doesn't have to be taller than me. He doesn't have to be darker than me. He doesn't have to make six figures. He doesn't have to have and own his own car. And let me tell you why. Those are just some, some of the things. It's because life happens. Material things change. A house can burn in two seconds. An accident can happen and that car be gone. What is that person's intent for me? If he's not tall, it's not the end of the world. If his complexion is not right, it's not the end of the world. I want to see this man's heart. I want to hear his heart. I want to communicate with him and find out exactly what triggered you to come to me and to even want to open yourself up. How are you going to be a benefit? in my life? What are your biggest attributes and assets? And the reason why I say that the car and the house, they're not always going to be deal breakers because sometimes, and especially in times like this, people go through experiences with COVID, with jobs, funds dry up. And sometimes the 10,000, 15,000 that was in the account is now used as a savings account to keep from utilizing everything. Does that make a person bad? Sometimes people lose their homes because they've experienced some things along the way and not all experiences are bad experiences. Does that make him bad? What happens when there's a, a, a DUI or somebody just runs a red light and they hit this person and now all of a sudden they don't have a car. Does that make them bad? I'm just asking the question because I do know that certain deal breakers are not always deal breakers. The Bible says that man looks at the outer appearance, but God looks at the heart. I want to find out what's in my companion's heart. I want to know, are you willing to be vulnerable and tell me your deepest, darkest secrets? I want to know, can you help me parent my child or my children in order for us to be able to maneuver through life together? It's important for me to know if my child needs a mentor and they need somebody to talk to, can you be that person to sit my daughter on the sideline and say, listen, you've got everything you need inside of you. Tap into your inner strength. Or for someone to tell my son, dude, I see the straight A's on your report card. Let me reward you by telling you that I appreciate you. What does the ideal relationship look like? Are you ready for newness?
Are you ready for a relationship that you've never experienced before? Sometimes the past comes along and we are okay with the past. But then sometimes new things happen and we don't know what to do. Are you really ready to move on to your next? This is part one of the ideal relationship. I am going to be coming back so that we could talk about part two. I just wanted to ask some questions because relationships require a lot of change. We have some things that we have to think about. This is Marlena, Smart Single Mom, signing off. I'll talk to you soon.